Cobblehead's Bowl because the Giants are 4 and 1 going into the game with the vaunted Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. Oh, the Giants, of course, dropped the Green Bay Packers to have their 4 1 start, which is their best start since 2009. Uh, the Giants, of course, didn't win their fourth game last year until November 28th. So um, it was a good win. They came back trailing 20 to 10, uh, scored 17 straight points. You got to look at Brightwell's two yard runs with 10 minutes and eight seconds left. And Saquon Barkley, who galloped into the end zone, uh, that put the Giants up with six minutes and eight seconds left. It, it was a good game. It was, and we've talked about this before. It was a team effort. Brian Dable has his guys buying into it. He does. And if you don't want to think that, if, you know, those that never thought that coaching was a huge aspect of the NFL, that you were truly wrong. All those who thought Joe Judge was the man because he could talk the talk, you know, you could talk the talk, but you got to walk the walk, and, and and that's and that's all it is. I keep thinking of money talks, bullshit runs the marathon. So see ya. And I wouldn't want to be. And that's right, Nino Brown. Money talks, and that's what Brian Dable is right now. Is money. Same with Kafka. Same with the Winkle. With the Winker. Because of the fact that you have to get these guys to buy in because there is not a, a plethora of talent on the team. There's not. This, this, is, this isn't being done with mirrors, but this is being done as a team philosophy. You know, Wink didn't have Leonard Marshall, didn't have Aziz Ojolari, Aaron Robinson, Cordell Flott, and then he lost to Dory Jackson for the half. But you know what? They didn't skip a beat. And it was the big plays by Kayvon Thibodeau and Xavier McKinney, which ended this game, which which kept this being from a heart, another what would which would have been a heartbreaking giant loss. And you got to give credit to Justin Justin Lane and Nick McLeod. They stepped up. Nick McLeod, you get a little worried about, but he stepped up when needed. They did. They were shorthanded. They were depleted. The secondary was just not there, but they still kept Rodgers. He was 18 for 24 for 147 and two touchdowns in the first half. Second half was a, it was a, it was a different story. He went seven for 15 for 75 and no touchdowns. They had no answers for what the Giants were doing. No answers, none whatsoever. Giants sacked Rodgers twice, forced forced them to fumble. They did recover though the Packers, but still it was one of those games that uh, I mean you just have to love it, and you got to take a look at the use of the Wildcat. I jokingly said at the beginning of the season, the Giants should run the wishbone, call it the Dable bone, and the Wildcat. Because it's a perfect complement for Saquon Barkley. The Giants had little to no success when Barkley was running to the right side. So what did they do? They actually made a halftime adjustment, which I was, which I was stunned about. Because then they switched to the left side. And then Saquon had 43 yards and four carries. It was interesting to watch. The same thing with Daniel Jones. They kept Daniel Jones in the pocket most of the first half. He rushed for, how much did he rush for? He rushed for, uh, uh, he rushed for nine times for 34, 34 yards. But in the first half, they, they, they did not run him. They did not rush him. They kept him in the pocket. I think he only ran for three yards. And then he turns around and Kafka runs him. And they, they get some plays and he gets 34 yards. You gotta give you gotta give kudos to Mike Kafka. You have to. Because of the fact that, you know, the double reverse for with the tight end with Bellinger, that's just that that was just crazy. You know, I give I give a big salute and I give one of the day balls to Kafka because it was surprising. 
It was interesting. The Giants are starting to kind of, the Kafka is, is starting to adjust a little bit on the fly. It doesn't hurt when you have a running back like Saquon Barkley. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. Also, you got to look at the fact that the Giants contained this game. They, they played a game of attrition. They played a game of possession. They won the battle for the time of possession at 32 minutes. They outgained the Packers. We talked about a net yard. It's 338 to 301. They were better on third down conversion rates, 54% to uh, I think it was uh, 40%. It was an all-around team effort. And even Dable came out and says, I think they played hard. They do what we asked them. They trust in the things we asked them to do. They work extremely hard. and Excuse me. They work extremely, extremely hard. These guys, we practice hard, and that's what it is. Practice hard, but we try to practice smart. They play good situational football. You know it's not what. It's not really whatever five games. It's just this game. And this is what I talk about repeatedly about Dable that I love. They do not get ahead of themselves. They take it one game at a time. It's not about looking at the four and one start. It is looking at the fact that we have the Baltimore Ravens in front of us. We 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 we've talked about it. We've talked about it a million times before. It was great, huh? Your fastball's up. Your curveball's hanging. I'm sure they would have ripped you. Can't you even let me enjoy the moment? The moment's over. Like Dable says, they play good situational football. You know, it's not really whatever. It's five games. It's just this game. We went three and four. If uh, if we, was, I think in the red zone to, uh, to their, we went three and four in the red zone to their two and three. Uh, what we were on third down at six to 10 or something like that or six 11, which is much improved. I thought we were very efficient. And that's what it is. This team is not sexy. This team is not flash and dash. This team is this team is not going to beat you with the big play outside of Saquon Barkley. No, that that's not what this team is. This team is a lunch bail team. This team is a working team. This team is a running team. This team needs this team needs to stay and I hate it cuz it's the old sports cliche. This team needs to stay within themselves. That's what they need to do. They need to stay within themselves. And they have to play the type of football which allows them to work as a unit. You are, you, but the problem, here's the problem. And this is kind of what I wanted to get into this video a little bit. And people are going to say, well, Tim, this was way too early. The problem is they need to work into a unit except for one aspect. And that is Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, and this is uh, this is where the truth bomb comes in. I, and I don't know where my I don't know where my truth bomb sound effect is. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to look here. Where's my truth bomb sound effect? You're just gonna have to just wait because I'm being lazy. Because if I hit this button, that's what she said. See, uh, that's <laughs> I guess that's what she said when I said I was being lazy. But we're gonna get into the truth bomb as soon as I find my truth bomb sound effect. It's truth bomb time. Without Saquon Barkley. This team is not where they are now. They're not. You could tell me everything you want. You could tell me everything. But I keep seeing all the accolades and all the hype around Daniel Jones because he's a quarterback. And we always said the quarterback gets too much of the credit and the quarterback gets too much of the blame. But without Saquon Barkley, this team 
is not where it's this team is not where it will be when it, this team is not will not be where they are now. They will not be at four and one. Saquon Barkley runs this team. He is the engine that he is the engine. He is the catalyst. I talked about it before. It reminds me of Daryl Strawberry in the early Met days. He is the straw that stirs the drink. And all I ever see, and I see the majority of it, is everyone heaping all these praises on Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones played a good game. Daniel Jones did what a starting NFL quarterback should do. He was efficient, but he's still a game manager. He was 21 of 27 for 217 yards. He ran the ball 10 for 37. 40-something of those yards came on Barkley's play. That's, I mean, it, it is, he is what he is. He, I mean, Daniel Jones is the ultimate game manager. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's Brad Johnson. He's Trent Dilfer. Hell, in some regards, he's Rex Grossman. But to not sit there and give the due credit to Saquon Barkley is a disservice. And I'm not saying this to put down Daniel Jones. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna say this. I am gonna say this straight up. If you are a Daniel Jones lover, and you cannot give any credit to Saquon Barkley for what was being done on this field, you're being an ignorant fan. You're being a fanboy. You're being a Daniel Jones fanboy. You got your Daniel Jones panties over your head and you got your eyes closed. If you are a Daniel Jones hater, you are giving no props to Daniel Jones. You, you are saying that we won in spite of him. And you're not giving credit to him for managing the game. And that's straight up what he is. He's a game manager. He's not Phil Sims. Phil Sims was a game manager at times, but then he had moments. He had brilliant moments. Eli Manning, especially earlier in his career, was a gunslinger, not a game manager. He's not Y.A. Tittle. He's not chucking Charlie Conley. He's better than Craig Morton. But the idea or the perception that all we see is Daniel Jones when we talk about his gutty performance. Saquon Barkley got hurt. He hurt his shoulder. And then everyone wants to talk about, oh, we got someone coming in here. I got to make sure we don't get that. I don't know what that is. Uh, Saquon, Saquon Barkley hurt his shoulder. He hurt his shoulder and still came back in the game. And they want you want to, and then people want to say, well, Daniel Jones had that drive when Saquon was out. Well, you know what? There's more than one drive in a game. Because you need a catalyst. And Saquon Barkley is the catalyst for this team. At the end of the day, we are not at four and one if we do not have Saquon Barkley. Anyone who says any different, please unsubscribe. Go watch something else. Go watch something safe. Go, go, go watch tennis. Go watch golf because you don't understand football. This team is not winning because of Daniel Jones. This team is winning with Daniel Jones. And that's the way you need to look at it. This team is winning because of Saquon Barkley and the defense and some of the most creative play calling that we've seen the last couple of weeks out of Kafka. And I'm not, this is not bashing Daniel Jones. No, this is not bashing Daniel Jones. This is just being honest and truthful. When your quarterback, again, barely cracks 200 yards in four, he's cracked 200 yards once in five weeks. That's, that's, that's someone that you're winning with. Could we win some of these games without Daniel Jones? You probably could win them without, with Tyrod Taylor. You probably couldn't do it with Davis Webb. 
And it's not a slight against Daniel Jones, but to sit there and think he's the Messiah because he had a bloody hand. What is what is what is what does having a bloody hand have to do with being a tough guy? You've you've had players. Emmett Smith played an entire game with a dis. I believe it was in the playoffs against the Giants with a dislocated shoulder, running into the hole with a dislocated shoulder. You had just Mister Youngblood who played for the Rams with a broken leg. So Daniel Jones has got a bloody hand. Wow, that's great. Wow, that's a, that means he's a tough guy. That means we should sack him $52 million. No. Think. Use, use that thing between your ears. And I'm not talking about everyone. I'm probably talking about maybe 7% of Giant fans, 8% of Giant fans. Maybe that number's growing a little bit. But think of the fact that if you don't have Saquon Barkley running like he is running, playing like he is playing, we would not be anywhere near where we where we need where we need to be i'm sorry we wouldn't you you figure that if you have barkley and you have a healthy barkley you can do everything you want to do with daniel jones and not put the pressure on him to help win the game take a look at the fact if you take a look at the fact and you look at saquon barkley's projected numbers after the first 5 games He's projected to rush for over 1,968 yards, 5.5 yards a carry, nine touchdowns, and another 64 receptions for 455 yards. That's if you project it. That's if he stays on the same pace and you project it out over, over the rest of the season. Daniel Jones, if you project it out right now, is going to barely throw for 2,600 yards and 13 touchdowns. So, Saquon Barkley can potentially only be a 900 yards rushing difference, if not even that, maybe six, seven, like six, excuse me, 700 yard rushing difference between the total passing yards for Daniel Jones. Give credit where credit is due. I've said this a million times. When Daniel Jones does something well, I will sit there and give him credit. I gave him credit for last night, for like yesterday's game. I give him 100% credit for that. I give him 100% credit for keeping the Giants on in the game with that drive. I give him 100% credit for doing what he does, which is not make mistakes and hurt his team and playing the game manager role. Because that's the role that Kafka and Dable is giving them. That's the role they tried to give him with Judge and Garrett. Because they know his strengths and weaknesses. Now, people that think that you're going to sign Daniel Jones to this massive contract now because he's 4-1, think about it again. They are not winning because of Daniel Jones. They are winning with Daniel Jones. There is a huge difference. There is a large difference. And I just wish that some people would understand that and give the credit to where the credit where it belongs. Saquon Barkley. Brian Dable. Mike Kafka, the defense, wink. Now, some people will take you know, Packer fans and other and other Giant fans will take the uh, take the route that we you know Green Bay more lost this game than we won it. And I've said it before: there is no column in the win loss record that says we lost this game because or we did this because the other team did this. No, there's 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 no stat for that. It just shows the New York Giants four and one. That's all it shows. And then we need to focus on that. We need to focus on winning divisional games. We need to focus on our next appointment uh, point, opponent, excuse me, because the Dable has already said it best. 
we look at the team that's in front of us. We're not looking at the total record. We're looking at this as a game-by-game basis. And that's what we need to do as a fan base. You know, and it sucks because everyone, because you want to jump up and scream, yeah, we're four and one, we're four and one, we're this and this. But at the end of the day, you have to remember this. You got to go to each week and you have to move on for each week. And each week there is a new opponent. Of course, not the bye week, but each week there is a new opponent. And that's what the focus for this team and this fan, and I don't have to worry about the team because the Dable's got it under control, man. He's got his guys understanding it's a week by week situation, one game at a time, one day at a time. Hell, I'll be happy if my prediction of five wins is wrong. I'll be happy as shit because, you know, like I said, I got season tickets. If by the miracle of God, the Giants make the playoffs and they get a home playoff game, I'm going to a playoff game. I've been a fan since 76, so I'm going to speak my mind because there is a lot of idiocy with a certain generation of the fan base who all they know is Eli Manning. And we've talked about this. We talked about this ad nauseum. All they know is Eli Manning. They don't know the history. And I get a little upset that we have taken such a turn that mediocrity at quarterback is now being praised beyond a running back who is potentially on route to a 2,000-yard season if he stays healthy, 2,000 yards rushing. Give the credit to Saquon Barkley. Understand the fact that Daniel Jones is doing his job and the Giants are winning with him. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk entertainment. And as always, if you could like, maybe subscribe. If you're ring that boy thing, you know what I mean? That'd be awesome.